0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Modern Nerd. I am Sir Slice.
1: I'm Smarshandise, and I'm GJC.
0: And we are, as always, massive nerds. So uh, this week we are going to be doing an interesting one uh, because we all have a lot of opinions, and we all tend to get heated on some of our uh, specific opinions, and we're 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 what is it headstrong when it comes to a lot of these I don't things know what you're and talking so about. all of us all of us have have stern opinions on certain I things i feel very strongly and, and, and that we've... i
2: don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a hot take.
0: Hot take i don't care um we we've glanced over a lot of these different things, probably throughout the episodes. If you've watched, um, you know, we've had some big bombs dropped. We're all like, what? And so we're going to kind of dive into some and some new ones and kind of just see where this conversation goes. So if this seems a little less structured, well, you're welcome, because it is. Um, Before we dive into that, as always, we love it. We love it. When you all like and subscribe, make sure to get that bell on so when you know when that uh, YouTube is going up and you can see the latest videos from us on The Modern Nerd so you can catch this episode and all the ones coming in the future. We love it. Give it a like and subscribe. Uh, Dan, thank you. George, thank you for doing all this every week and sometimes more than every week. And, uh, and, And anyone that does watch us live or catches the YouTube, thank you. Thank you. We we really truly appreciate it. Um, you know, we're not we're not a we're not a big mega conglomerate. We're just a couple mega of guys having fun and waiting <laughs> waiting for, you know, what? your opinions because we want to hear them too. It's not just our opinions. So um we got we got some cool stuff coming up in the future and we're gonna have a cool one today. So today's first hot take. Dan hates soup. That is the hot take. Dan doesn't like it. It's it's it, he has it. No, I'm kidding. Um, I
1: think Tim is a terrible reporter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this just in. <laughs> um, I, you know, we 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 all kind of came up with some. I'm super curious for Dan's. I really want Dan to go first on this one because I just this
2: is strange.
1: But okay, he's,
0: he's been saying stuff, and I want to know. Okay,
1: go ahead. Dan. Oh, I don't even know if I want to lead with mine, dude. Okay, well then I don't want to set the tone. I'm going to set the tone all negatively. My hot take is that soup should be served after dinner. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I really feel strongly feel that soup should be served after dinner.
0: Soup Her, should, be served served after I dinner?
1: should be served after dinner? Soup should be served after dinner. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I right. guess. Here's, here's a hot take that I, that I don't think uh, I, I would have to dive into, and I kind of mentioned it before. Um, Batman is only as good as his villains. As in... If his villains weren't so good, I don't think would be like all up in Batman like we are.
2: Hmm.
0: hmm. That's interesting. So the dark, brooding billionaire with, well, I mean, think of like, think of it like Iron Man. Like, oh, like if he's not in a group, like his his solo villains are not super great. I guess that's not a
1: great argument because not, traditionally because in the Iron comics, it's more interesting to me.
0: Well, but like traditionally in the comic books, Iron Man was not a leading man. He was like a B-level right. character.
1: Well, technically, neither really is Batman, if you want to break that down.
0: I mean, he like is... Batman I, I mean, like Batman is like their top dog. He's oh, I their, their strongest seller sure. uh, and, and sure. everything.
1: But I mean, but, without the Joker, without, uh, I, I mean, list off all of it, Victor Freeze, uh, the Penguin, uh, the Riddler, I don't think Batman would... Be what we know him to be today. Uh, I I'm not saying he's not interesting, but I think that without these amazing villains, he would just be another something. You know, just another just another dude, just another comic being sold. You know, on the same kind of like mid card, if you will.
0: So I guess the question is, do you? it's i guess this depends on where you where you look at your batman from are we looking at like the tv shows you know the 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 cartoons the movies the comic books like in in the movies batman uh in the movies the the villains are are very much a response to batman which has been like his biggest dichotomy is like it's a call and response it's it's it would there be these villains if there wasn't a batman you know in the first place right. and and all that so you know uh, yes he 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 has the best villains if you really ask uh, anyone um but you know it, w- they're like symbiotic if if batman didn't have like i think he created those villains so it's for me it's hard to say can you know, is he great without the villains? It's hard to look at him without him.
1: So it's, it's, it's. I will say. You're probably right. I will say that the times when Batman is at his most interesting is when he's. Or not most interesting. If you remove the villains, uh, the time that he's most interesting is when he's having conversations with Alfred. Those sure. are almost always very. Because it's hard. How do you make about? How do you make a comic about a guy who doesn't like to talk and likes to brood? That's inherently a challenging thing to make. And then you have Alfred, and you actually start to hear his philosophy and bounce off of Alfred. And Alfred always has an interesting take. I, I have liked almost every iteration of Alfred, by the way, that has ever been portrayed in every manner. Uh, I think I don't know. He has his own show in- now, right? Did you watch Pennyworth? I didn't watch Pennyworth. I didn't either. Um, but I... that is interesting that I... I almost in some ways think Alfred is more interesting. Uh, just in the way that he... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the accent. You uh, like him Gotham, right? Uh, I didn't see Gotham. Sorry. Did you watch uh, him Gotham? I liked...
0: Yeah. I like. Uh, I saw the first season of Gotham, and I liked. I liked uh, uh, Alfred in there. You get a lot of different Alfreds all over the place, and We've all
1: been pretty good. Like I you get like
0: the, like you get the original, you know, uh, eighty nine Alfred from the movies, who was with you know all the way through Schumer's run and everything, and he's a very a much more quiet kind of like soft spoken, was... but like to the point kind of Alfred, wise wisdom. When then you get like you know jeremy irons who is like you know basically like a, a, a he did a lot of work like, for
1: batman yeah he's like, like a he washed up a engineer
0: that like is trying to like deal with this drunken playboy for ben affleck yeah. like it's it's a very different you know uh uh, di- uh dynamic and you're right so so i guess dan's hot take is batman is an ensemble cast
1: mm. mm-hmm. that's a good, good way of putting
2: it
0: yeah that's I mean, I, I, I would Dan's agree.
1: So, I don't want to start with my crazy ones. Yeah, super <laughs> spicy. No, I would say not, it's I slightly spicy. I want to slow burn because my yeah, ones a, I feel like are... we're We're gonna not go with a mild spicy. take
0: on that one, Dan's yeah. mild yeah, that's, take.
1: That's fine. I don't feel it doesn't feel right to jump right into my hottest. take. That's okay. So I, I don't, the soup one yet. I
2: thought was interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'll give you my mild take. Okay. Um, and I think I said it. I don't know if it was on. I know it was on stream, but I don't know if it was part of the one that made it up to the YouTube. I, I'm sticking with it. It's what made me think of this. Is is the uh, the 2006 uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, um. What is it? The oh, second it couple, one. I, the second um, one. D- uh, Dead I Man's just chest. watched these. Dead Man's Chest. Davy Jones in that movie is the pinnacle of CGI. Like I watched this like maybe two weeks ago at at most, maybe even a week, and it looks, it looks real. Like it looks like a fucking squid person head thing, and the way the tentacles move, and the way they got the face capture for Bill Nye, and like it 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 some it, it's what what is that like? Fifteen years I think at this point, right? 10 years, between 12, 16 years since that movie came out. And it looks great. You know, I mean, it, it holds up to me as much as like the original Jurassic Park does because that movie holds up because it's all, you know, practical effects. And there's a, that's why they last through time. But it it just, you know, it, you could argue Avatar, you know, was a great looking movie, but like everyone mm-hmm. still kind of looked all shiny and everything. Whereas like this looked like he looked wet. He looked disheveled. He looked torn. And it just I think is the movie industry can learn from that moment. And 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 there's a lot there's a lot. Uh... Mm. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, there Bunch is a him.
1: shortage of uh, VFX artists uh, these days, you know, everything's getting rushed out and artists are quitting because of the terrible like, uh, you know, the the job uh, what the job demands for them, and these, all these Disney things that are being, you know, plunged out of there. So yep. it's it's they don't have the time like they used to. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, right I, I imagine they had a lot of time. It to really if you
2: watch, done. like for a, a a big film, if you, wa- I don't know if anyone's ever had an opportunity to watch, um, like the behind the scenes of Frozen, and Frozen Two. When they did on Disney Plus, there's like a making of. There's several episodes of it, and a lot of it follows the animators. There's people who've worked a whole year for a for less than three to like ten seconds worth of film yeah. of a scene that may not even make it to the movie. That that's, can you believe that if you nuts. worked like anywhere from six months to a year on uh, maybe three seconds worth of a shot to animate perfectly and. There's still, like, a 50-50 chance it makes it or doesn't make it to the movie by the end of it. And your life, great.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I mean, Disney is notorious for for that shit. Weirdly, it was also a Disney, you know, movie that I'm talking about. Um, and I was going to be like, you know, even look at, like, the Marvel movies, but, again, Disney. And especially now with, like, She-Hulk and, like, that whole controversy behind the, the animation and stuff. But, I mean, like, there's... There's been a ton of movies that have come out that, you know, had the, had the... You know what else came out in 2006 was The Fall. Does anybody remember that movie by uh, Tarsem? Um, it's, a again, a beautiful movie. Lots of practical effects, but lots of... There's some good special effects in there, too. Like, can 2006 I, was, like, a great
2: Can I year for... Can I play off of that kind of idea where you said that... Please. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was great effects. Another movie that I kind of strangely think stood up to the test of time was the first Transformers. Special effects effects? for that, yeah. The special effects of that looked really nice. Like Optimus was like pretty freaking believable. And like looking back, my because my nephew had never seen it because it's pretty violent. And now he's like old enough, and he he really loves Transformers. And I was like, Mm. I can't believe this kid hasn't seen Transformers before. He's six years old, and I was like, all right, let's watch it. Like. You know, he just turned seven, I think, and I was like, "All right, let's watch it." And like, yeah. I was like, "Dang, this movie kind of like stands up as far as like effects go." Like, he's like, "To him, like the Transformers are pretty like realistic looking," and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "They look actually kind of good." Like,
0: yeah, dude, that's
2: what that made that being, movie
1: successful, right? That, that highway scene to this day is one of the greatest scenes. That movie's what still kind of good. Scene in the highway, uh, in the oh. first Transformers, which so- is- Good. You, yeah. you
0: know, what's interesting is, is that he remade that from like one of his earlier movies that was a, he used that exact same shot. In I want to say one of the bad boys movies and then just took it and animated in the transformers into that scene. Really? Yeah. In the original, it was a giant axle for, for a, um, a, a, an 18 wheeler that got sent flying off. They were towing it and it got sent off flying off the back of a truck and landed on a car. And then you cut to the transformers one and it's, uh, it's, um, megatron i want to say who gets sent flying off and then landing on the exact same car so he recycled kind of his own footage very disney like but the way he melded it together or whoever melded it together was brilliant because like it looked like it didn't look like someone just like shittily would, had dropped yeah. a transformer on there i was I like i
1: really
2: like, enjoy it and like the humor it was kind of fu- it's funny because in the in the movie there's like he talks about like masturbation so i was like how do i explain this to like a kid but i think it went way over his head and he had no idea what was going on when? oh in the in the
0: in the beginning when like the, the mom busts in and he's yeah, all sweaty and everything like him. that yeah oh. yeah mm, the okay. the parts of the movie that don't need to exist are the parts you have to explain to they're pretty freaking they're cringe just pat- but other
2: than that like the movies i really writing. still enjoyed it, and like and that that is what you know one of the movies i think launched what became like the 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 huge cult following that was like all these people who, who are fans of Megan Fox. I think. I mean, it really. Oh well, yeah. Made her I the mean, it girl for what it you know for yeah, what but she she's became.
0: So of fucking asshole about it. Um, all right, George. What's what's your one of your hot takes. That was it.
2: <laughs> I just said it. My no, transformed that,
0: that was a spin-off. What, oh. what's one of your other ones that you can I came don't in? have
2: any other hot takes that you unless do. you want me to go really hot take. Hit am me. I just gonna talk about what I want to what Dan wants to say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, we, do we want to do it, it now? That or I, want to come back I to think it? that Batman Returns is the best Batman.
0: Batman returns from nineteen ninety-two or one. Is the I best actually, Batman.
2: I think so it's arguable. You could say that. that. And also, obviously, you know, you could say Dark Knight. But the thing is, is like, Dark for Night me, Return. I personally prefer Batman Returns. Dark Knight is, I mean, it's really good. And that's like the, you know, there's these things that are, I was thinking about this today. And somebody was doing some hot takes. Shout out to one of my friends, Slice Off. She was saying something about how I met your mother is not really that good. But there's cert, there's certain shows out there. And agree. certain things out there that are so iconic, they are so beloved, that if you dare attack it, you're, like, automatically in the wrong, according to the internet, you know, sometimes. Know. And, like, bat-, uh, bat, when it comes to Batman, Dark Knight is so beloved. And I think a lot of it has, I mean, I hate to say a lot of it has to do with, like, not to dismiss anything because he's a big part of it, but a lot of it has to do with Heath Ledger and, like, and Joker goggles. That 90% that, that, of it has to do with That movie is, Heath like, Ledger. him. It's so perfectly well done because of him and to, and you know, like that, that's why it's quote unquote untouchable because we'll never be able to get that ever again. You know, there's so much that goes into it behind just the, how great that movie is. I hate to say it, but honestly, for me, like Batman Returns, that's like, that's Batman. That's like Batman at his peak. That is, that is what, when you ask me what I think of Batman, that's what I think of Batman.
1: I'm not saying it's a bad argument it's just no it's it's with.
0: good i mean you've got you've got powerhouse performances from danny devito danny who, fucking just, DeVito. who just lived it for for that for that moment you've got michelle oh, pfeiffer really just diving into this role uh, christopher walken christopher uh, freaking uh, as, Walken. As max whatever his name is max pa- max powers no um max uh whatever and he was fantastic. And 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 the legendary Michael Keaton reprising his role. Yeah. It, it's and the Alfred it's a in good, that
2: is amazing too. Don't it's a
0: exactly. good argument. It it loses me a little bit with the story though. It's a little yeah. weird story, that like I'm gonna be mayor. I'm like eventually, but like build up the crime boss, like you know, but other than that, like it's a damn fine movie and, and I remember loving it as a kid, you're right i don't know
1: dark knight I, oh, I don't know man i it's look i i support george in this and i think it's a definitely a valid argument i just i i can't help but wonder if it, there's a little bit of nostalgia of course sure. put it, put it, put i mean it's it, like what I, you
2: grew up with right like so like i know I, but I I, think when i grew that's, up that's like and a, i thought of a, batman it, like that's what i feel like batman returns is so good to is, me that like,
1: doesn't nostalgia doesn't count I think what matters is the end product. But at the same time, you have to, like, the fact that that movie came out in, you know, the the 90s, early 90s, versus the fact that, the, the you know, The Dark Knight came out way later when technology had advanced and a lot of other things had advanced. Yeah, you gotta take that into account as well. And that's those are both, to remove both, like, the time period and the nostalgia from this argument is next to impossible. Because but from an objective standpoint, it does need to be removed so that you can just focus on what's there like the, t- like the performance. It really story. is like,
2: I mean, it's a Tim Burton masterpiece. There's no question about it. It Like the whole, obviously, the first two films are yeah. just it's him. It's like it, it it's, it's, it's his thing. take on what he thinks Batman should be. Right. And and for some reason, it, I, I feel like it set the tone, obviously, because it launched a franchise for that generation. Right and like saved
0: superhero movies all all right together. i think
2: there was something interesting about the timing of it and him and the way that he did that film First and one. it just made it iconic and yeah like there's a lot behind it and you want to take that all away and you want to ju- try to judge it just for like the film itself for both and maybe all batman films you know it's 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 very hard to to take each one of them out of its context and like compare them apples to apples right
1: um it, here, here's my hot take on 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 that movie. Making Danny DeVito uh, the Penguin a Penguin almost ruins it for me.
0: Oh no, I, that's like one of my favorite parts. I I, I
2: appreciate that he was like the, def- he was like you know born like that with the hands and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I
1: I appreciate the uniqueness of it, but it removes me from the movie. I, I it for me it just it takes away from what it, it just doesn't feel like. I do like the I do like that Tim Burton did it up. I, I like that he just went all in with this, but for me personally, it just is like I don't know. It takes away. That for was
0: me. like one of my earliest introductions to Penguin. So like Yeah. You know, I, I read comics growing up. I never read Batman growing up. You know, I I was Batman. I watched the TV show and everything. And the and the penguin was the same stature in everything. He just had different, you know, he had had regular fingers and not as spiky teeth, but the teeth come back at some point and, and he looks more like that in some of the other cartoons and everything. So, you know, know. I, I don't know. And the, also, the, if you... he never has, he never again, to my recollection has those flipper thin, creepy Damn. hands.
2: I understand also like Tim Burton, Batman, and maybe because of the timing and the age it was, um, there was a slight bit of outrageousness to it. Right. In the sense of like border on comical when you look at it in retrospect, do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like it's a little I, bit goofy, I would say that there are times where you find next a, li- two a little bit goofy, are goofy, you know, a little bit goofy, yeah. especially you know, and then compared I mean, yeah, to I've obviously Dark Knight, with Dark Knight, and all of them are all shit. very serious tone. There's no like, there's no real, there's barely any room for humor in any of those, well, like, do you know what, what I'm saying? you get. What you
0: get is you get a comic book, whereas with Dark Knight, you get a movie. There's They're very different. One is more like very much so comic book, unrealistic, super-ish, got some powery type things. So do you feel you like get... Dark
2: Knight is very true to, to the Batman comics?
0: No. But
2: yet but it's like, the that's better the thing... Batman movie and it's I... the best Batman movie?
0: I mean it's yeah. it's true enough. Let me say that. It's true enough because there've been 7 so different right. versions of Batman, but like it's it's as far as like the overall tone and and feel and story goes, yeah, it's actually pretty it's true better, okay. to like something that could happen that you could write.
2: I can but, definitively say whether you say Batman is as good as Dark Knight, that's like hard to say, but I can definitively say it is a solid Number two, Batman Returns. At least, sure. at the very least, it's a number I mean, two. Look, better than I'm Batman Begins. Better than the, any of those other Batman. Better than Rob Pattinson Batman. We... Better. Look, we go. are so
0: we are so fortunate enough to live in a time where we can have this conversation than and Bat have Flag. legitimate points for almost every Batman movie, except for maybe Forever and, and Batman Returns. And don't get but... me
2: wrong. The first Batman, Batman awesome. or the first Batman with Batman with. with Jack Nicholson is fucking iconic. I mean, it's like man, okay. okay. man, Like, there's so many things. Okay, and also when you talk to me about like, like, like lines that are iconic that stick out to me in ba- the Batman franchise that rattle in my brain. There's so many good ones from the like. There's just these. I don't know. There's just things that stick out to me okay. that like, or it, you know, in my head when it comes I'm to returns.
0: I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna tail end on this one with mine. I think. Val Kilmer is the total package for Batman. Listen to me, listen to me. Everyone has a good and a bad. Christian Bale is a great Bruce Wayne, but a terrible Batman. Michael Keaton is not a great Bruce Wayne, but he's a great Batman. Robert Pattinson is a weird emo kid and Batman. Val Kilmer is a good Bruce, and a pretty good if you look at just the scenes where he's batman it they're they're up there as far as well rounded goes he's the most I'm gonna be well honest with rounded you, batman forever uh, did not star the, val wait, kilmer
2: wait, okay batman he, forever wait, starred wait, everybody wait, wait, else but val wait, kilmer he's wait, he was a supporting actor in that kill
0: he's the tom holland of <laughs> batmans what toby you mean toby like was, squam, what, squam, what does that even good? mean I know the movies. I'm saying the performance because look, you've got you've got. Look, if we go into the Tom Holland stuff, you, Andrew, uh, what was it? Um, the best Peter Parker was Tobey Maguire. The best Spider Man is Andrew Garfield. The best of both worlds is Tom Holland. He's the he's the middle ground between two. You take the two of them, you mix their talents, you get Tom Holland's Spider Man. It's not going to be the absolute best. They're my right. so my favorite movies. I, I, I... I think, as far as all just the character through. Batman, not the movie, but the character of Batman, Val Kilmer is the middle ground of every Batman we got, and is going to sit in the most well-rounded I'm Batman gonna say, that you get. I'm not saying he's my favorite. I'm saying he's the most well-rounded. I, mean,
1: like a, I don't of even all of them. I can't, dude. I can't. You dude, wanted dude. it.
0: You got it right here, first, folks. Val <laughs> Kilmer.
1: <laughs> it's like, can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you? So I'll get drive-through. Like, Look, I'm not what, saying. What
0: is- I'm not saying the. That's not his fault, man. You can't blame the writing on Val Kilmer.
1: The performance. Could have played he did that best. Anyone could have okay, so played that it, part. So basically, what Tim is saying is, if you lower the bar enough on both sides, he is balanced enough. That dude was doe-eyed the entire movie. I watched that movie recently. He was basically blank staring off yeah. into the distance. He was the a ghost. And both Batman and he is was Bruce a mannequin. Wayne.
2: He's you're, troubled.
1: Okay. What you're saying He's is troubled. What you're saying is, <laughs> what you're saying is that if you lower the bar enough to both sides that it's a balanced version. So if like Christian Bale had just done like, a like a worse job as as fucking Bruce Wayne that he would have been a more balanced two two like, C well two C pluses and, like, do
2: not equal an A, dude. Like I'm sorry. I'm saying look if, if you
0: look at like a character selection and, and the and the abilities of, of what they all have, you know, like strength, power and stamina and all that stuff. You know,
2: they're all the uh, same. Right like here, this is all
0: right down the, the middle.
2: They're, they're wrong, but they're all right Dude, What <laughs>
0: they're
1: the? All right, whatever. They're all right down the middle. I don't understand this, this take, but okay.
2: Top and bottom. Fine. I, I like I, it, Whatever. You know, I don't really understand I this take. Like hot take. This is good. Enjoy your it's take. Hot
0: takes are important. All right, Dan. You're next. That's not even my hottest take. Well, well, that, that's all
2: now, I have but, to say today. Okay, here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My hottest take direct is almost directly tied in to what we've been talking about. And I have to talk about it. Because I can't not. I can't soup? not bring it up after <laughs> soup, dude. Salad should come after as well. No. Um <laughs>
2: you should put the my, salad in the soup and eat it
1: together. I'm I'm actually a little nervous.
0: Um uh, okay um get ready to kill get ready to kill his cam.
1: <laughs> take the dump button. My hot take is that no. Christopher, Christopher Nolan is a very overrated director. Mm. Mm. Like, mm. really overrated. Like, mm. does not deserve the credit he gets. If you look... Now, uh, granted, I've been here over here. This is ironic. I've been here pretty much arguing the case of uh, the best Batman movie being The Dark Knight.
0: Would you say those are his best movies?
1: Uh okay, I didn't see Dunkirk, unfortunately, and I've heard Mm. that's very good. Very so I so I I have a hard so I there's a little bit of an asterisk on this. Can I accept that? Beyond that, I I don't. Uh, I, I guess I would say Dark Knight is his best, or maybe or maybe Inception. Um, but if Heath Ledger was not in that movie. I would be agreeing with George about the best Batman movie.
0: Well so I think you are agreeing with George. I think you're saying that's the best Joker movie.
1: If if you but him him in that movie elevates that movie to the number 1 position alone is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I am saying is Christopher Nolan he's not that good. You look at all of his movies and from my perspective, they let you down in one form or another. Let's talk about his greatest movie, Inception. That movie...
0: I wouldn't call it his greatest movie.
1: What'd you call his greatest movie? Memento. Memento is... Okay. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about Memento. For me,
0: personally. That's a personal...
1: I, okay. You know what? I will agree in that. Memento is his best movie.
2: Inception movie uh, is the most commercially successful one.
1: I Inception, it's... I, I, okay, first of all, I want to start off by saying I don't think these movies that I'm going to talk about are bad movies by any means.
0: It's it yeah, I have something similar, so I want to hear um, your thing.
1: It, you took you look at like Interstellar or the trilogy, the Batman trilogy, or in or Inception, and it's I don't know, they're not that good. I saw the I saw the Interstellar ending coming from a mile away, like most people did. And when the climax hit, I'm just kind of like, this isn't. It made that movie largely forgettable to me. Inception, uh, though, really good initially, and a great spectacle to watch, and influenced like, uh, like movie history. But more importantly, it also influenced like the next decade of, uh, movie trailer history. And the blah, like we saw, we heard that forever. I appreciate the, you know, what what me and George went and saw Doctor Strange three times in IMAX 3D, a very similar effect happening with the world bending and a very amazing visual effects. The story, you there that story is riddled with plot holes. And half the time you just kinda have to go, Alright, I guess they're just going into his mind. We're not gonna explain how this is happening. it's a a funny thing is
0: they like they do try and explain it but it's just you're just like this doesn't what
1: (laughs) like it's it's you have to suspend your disbelief for inception over and over and over and over again and i get that that's kind of a thing that we have to do these days and as an audience but he kind of sets the bar at a point where you shouldn't have to suspend your disbelief and then you do many times over again uh, and that's just Inception. I the Batman trilogy. Let's talk about like wh- who is what is arguably the best tr- Batman trilogy out there.
0: The only hey. Batman trilogy out there.
1: Oh, Touché. I mean, you. I guess um, you
0: technically can count the first four, but like it. No, right.
1: I guess, that's, I guess. I don't. I guess what I'm trying is like highly regarded as some of the best Batman movies made in a row. I guess. <sighs> I just, I unfortunately don't have as in-depth of analysis in this, other than I just don't feel they're as good as people give them credit for. I think, I still think they're some of the best, like, Batman movies and comic book movies for sure. Like, like time and effort went into this, but there is, there are flaws holding each of those movies back uh, heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, it's, it's almost like he's his own worst enemy. Like, he sets the bar at a certain, like, higher than most other movies or, or, or franchises. And I love that, but he, it's like he doesn't always uphold to that end. He does it only parts of the movie. And if you're going to m- do that, you need to kind of, like, keep up the consistency. There's co- consistent parts and, like, fl- plot holes and, he's, like, weak, weak acting or weak storytelling. I will
0: say, he's consistently inconsistent.
1: Yes, that is, that is, yes.
0: You're not wrong. If you take like Batman Begins, I think was a great origin. I think one of the better comic First book origin act, movies.
1: Very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Album, arguably if you, one of the worst acts in the trilogy.
0: If you like, take like the, like, if you take, it's weird because what we remember and pick from those movies makes it a great trilogy because you remember the really good parts. If you pick out the good parts, those three tell a great, great story. But you're yeah. right. Those little bits in between, like the great parts are just they they're it's very inconsistent. They're not. I, I love them. I I I think Dark Knight Rises was actually for me. I think it was better than what people perceived. I mean, yes, it's again, as you said, with many flaws. I actually, but,
1: and, and as a whole, in many ways, Dark Knight Rises had the potential probably to be the best in many ways. told The uh, and, same
0: movie twice within the same movie.
1: I I didn't mind that you had two major flaws to me and Anna Hathaway's Catwoman not pulling it off and Bane doing this weird Swedish Sean Connery uh, voice the whole (laughs) movie Like, like that like like every moment with Bane in that movie should have landed heavily and and hard and it's like it's like, you were born in the dark. I was born by that. I'm like, I'm like can, can someone turn off the Saturday morning cartoons? Like, this this is someone fucked with the audio. Is this a practical joke? Like, I don't know. I understand it's a hard thing to do to have a man's muffled voice and still be badass and still be here, clearly. But that was not the choice to go with. And it plagued the movie. I Because I can tell from a standpoint, like... It, it that should have been awesome like everything about that character i f- i felt that the the weight of it and the backstory and his presence in the scenes but what i was hearing was it was like it was like a practical joke almost and it it broke my heart a little and there's things like that in all of his movies that something's really good and then all of a sudden you're just like what 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 is the, it's like a fucking it's like a, if I, if Christopher Nolan's movies were roller coasters we would all be vomiting because it is way too many quality ups and downs over and over again and everyone remembers you know what, the good.
0: You shit. know what's interesting is uh, I've got his list of movies in front of me, and what he's really good at, other than Bane, what he's really really good at, I think, and why I'm people love for- him.
1: Tom Hardy right now what are you talking about Tom Hardy or are you talking no, about Nolan.
0: Christopher Nolan. Nolan what Christopher oh. Nolan I think is good at and what makes him um, uh, uh, renowned is he's really good at getting amazing performances out of his actors like he every movie that I'm looking at has some amazing performances I mean Batman Begins maybe is your weakest one because like who stands out in that movie Katie Holmes sure Right? That was terrible. Um, but, like, Dark Knight, you get, like, one of the best performances in a comic book movie ever. Um, Memento is... Prime is couch I mean, you've jumping got...
2: Time, dude, you've got
0: what's his name? Guy Pierce's greatest performance, in my opinion, quite possibly, in Memento. And then you've got The Prestige, which I think oh. might be close to one of his better movies as well. You know Solid all-around. That's probably his best all-arounder, where it's That's, like...
1: That, that movie is consistent. Yes, it is. Prestige.
0: But, like... You know, in- Inception had some of the best acting in the last 12 years. I mean, it did. I mean, you had... the DiCaprio was great. Marion Cotillard can do no wrong, in my opinion. Um, with,
1: with... They all played I,
0: I, off of each other.
1: But When the script is just, like, expecting you to understand what these characters have gone through without giving context... Sure. It... it, it- carries no weight.
0: I'm just saying, I mean Interstellar, you know, McConaughey was like, I mean, that was phenomenal. Was Dunkirk is a whole different beast. You'd have to see it. Um Tenet had a really good performances. It made no sense. No sense. Whatsoever. A- and it was it was a visually spectacular. I want movie. to say
2: that can I can I say this is that um the way I see it is is that Christopher Nolan is held at a somewhat high regard as far as coming to, as a movie maker in the sense of like he's seen slightly more artistic and a little bit more prestigious, no pun intended, of a hey. movie maker than, say, like a Jerry Brockheimer. Well, but, I I, Bruckheimer. Well, I Brockheimer Bruckheimer fans. But, but maybe they're a little bit closer than some would it say.
0: Oh, I would agree like with that, that completely. Nolan
2: is trading on name alone. He's more than actual. He's product, like, right?
0: He's like Trader Joe's. You know, he's pretending to be better than everyone else, but he's right. still not
1: that great. But he's
2: right. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's. Oh my God! That's exactly what it is. Damn.
1: Damn.
2: damn. <laughs> Good shit. Though so I don't know much about Trader Joe's. In that I, sense, I, I do want to I, say
1: though, you were said who's the standout of, of the first Batman and Michael Kane to me. Well, standout.
0: sure, but That's I mean, not
2: fair. Good, he's a standout I, that, in all
1: three though. I know, and I, and I think that that he is another amazing Alfred performance that is very vital to the Batman dynamic. Morgan and, Freeman's in, in freaking that amazing sense, too in that sense i mean morgan freeman was 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 q in that movie and he was just like here look at these things ah press this button does this pretty cool yeah. huh press this out like I mr mean, wayne mr yeah. wayne I mean, was, of course you're like he's and, and, the likeable guy and he did he, he did what he needed to do and that's fine but michael caine's like monologues are honestly oh, yeah. some of my favorite in cinema history i mean, I mean in all of those movies. Still, still echo out throughout my brain and they have philosophy that can literally be applied to everyday life and I understand that Christopher Nolan wrote that with his brother and I appreciate well, his, it. his
0: brother's most his brother does most of the writing
1: oh okay well
0: I mean like he yes he, he writes it but like a lot of it is you know like his, and his then, brother
1: you know, same thing I've been talking to you guys for the better part of a decade two scenes later oh that, that's not good yeah it's not good um he really he's like no man it's a fucking rpg call it a rocket launcher if you want bazooka is he's
0: he's a uh he's like a um he's like an artisan michael bay um you know
1: pretty harsh that's actually much harsher than i would put it but um yeah i don't michael bay in the
0: 90s was great and oh. then it was terrible, that's
1: true, wasn't it? Yeah, The
0: Rock, The Rock, Bad Boys, um, Con Air. No, that's not Michael Bay, that's Bruckheimer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, he had some good movies. Anyway, but here's
1: that's, that's my hottest take. That's so, a good,
0: that's a good hot take. I like that. I like yeah. that. And and it's hard to argue too because like we enjoy a lot of these movies i'm gonna do one which i'm not
1: saying he's not a good director i'm not saying i don't enjoy his movies i just think he is he is the trader joe's of directors
0: (laughs) okay i am going to go after one of the most acclaimed directors in cinema history
1: oh another director fast
0: martin scorsese is overrated now this is really hard to argue, because I was like, I, I I went and looked at a lot of these movies, and they're some of my favorite movies. Now, here's the thing, though. There's a lot
2: of bad a ones, A lot too. of
0: his movies are exactly the same. He has been telling mafia movies for 40 fucking years. And, like, when The Irishman came out, I was like are we really going to just give him another fucking praise for doing good fellas again? Like, are you out of your fucking minds? Like, why, why does he get to shit on everyone else, but if you shit on Scorsese, you're a pariah. Like, I don't understand. So, no. he also is the king of masculine toxicity. Every single one of his main characters is a giant steaming pile of dog shit. They're all horrible, machismo, terrible people that if we're alive and real today, would be the main target of every Me Too fucking movement out there. They're abusers and they are horrible people. He writes the most toxic people. And I don't understand why everyone's like, this is the greatest man ever. Look, he's done a lot for cinema. He really, really, really has. And I can't take any of that away. His his um, uh, whatever he does where he restores old films and keeps them collected and, and everything. That's amazing. And I love that he's doing that. And like, you know, I look at Taxi Driver, I think, was a great movie. Again, Toxic Mail, you know, uh, another like that guy is is a is not someone that we should be cheering for uh, He's a murderer and, and a creep. Casino. All these people are mobsters and, and women abusers and, like, all that. Same thing with Goodfellas. Um,
1: I, w- I would say both Aviator and Shutter Island did not involve any of what you're talking
0: about. I, I would agree. Um, I mean, Aviator, he's... Uh, what's his name? is not really a great person. Right. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Shutter Island, yes. I think Shutter Island's maybe a standout. Um, I'd really, I really love that movie. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, like, that's... Like that's the epitome of like everybody in that agree. movie.
1: He has done. You're not wrong about uh, most of his. There's movies. there's
0: a there's a handful of about Lars like, Hugo and you know like some of these other ones. I mean, but mean, there's like,
1: other ones. Gangs of New York. I mean, that's that is mafia esque, but that's not the same movie as like no. But it, they're not like a Dude, fellas or uh, there's other than the revenge plot like, here. I think there's enough. If you include Shutter Island and The Aviator and, uh, and, and, you know, whatever, and Gangs in New York. I'm just saying. Hugo, and I think there's enough. You're not wrong about the majority of his movies. I would agree with that. Um, even if they're not the same, there's a lot of just. And I will say, The Irishman is. it was it was okay I,
0: I refuse to watch it it's three and a half fucking hours long fuck I
1: don't you, think you bro i don't think you need to watch it it really is it's interesting um but the amount of praise he got for that movie yeah you are 100 on the nose like are we really gonna praise this guy for making this movie the Unseen time because it, it, that is it's his biggest
0: movies put together it's goodfellas it's yeah. It's casino, it's, you know, I mean, it's his main taxi driver, kind of not really, I guess. I mean, look, he's got a lot, he's got, you know, King of Comedy, he's a raging bull, don't get me wrong. He, he's, got some, he's got some outliers to to this male to- uh, toxicity type shit. I mean, he mm. weirdly, he directed Michael Jackson's bad video. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Awesome. Um, which some people would say, hey, there's another problem right there. Um, that video. But it he's just he's overrated to me. You know, I usually go after I usually go after like Sean Penn and and like all these people who I think are also overrated. Talented. Everybody I'm talking about is talented. And like, you know, again, Gangs of New York I will watch any day of the week and really enjoy the movie. But there's just a lot of stuff that's all they all feel like Scorsese movies, and there's there's a other than like Hugo and maybe Gangs of New York, like they all still feel kind of the same. You know what I mean
1: to me. All right. One it feels the same to you. Like what does? Shutter Island. Like that's not that's not on that list. Oh,
0: well, it's that's like a like... pseudo horror movie. I liked that movie though. I did. It's hard. It's hard to say, but I really, I really do stand by it. Like I do think he's a little overrated. He's not bad. He's not. He is a great director. I just think he's not as. He shouldn't be as acclaimed as everyone says he is you know like when he took a stab at at like marvel movies it was like the nail in coffin like fuck you buddy like like come that's on what man. it is like, okay
2: let's 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 take no this. no no i felt
0: i felt this before that slice didn't want
2: to do this hot take until they took he took a shot at marvel and, and then he was like that's irishman,
0: it irishman irishman that's was, it was kind of that's right it uh, you know it, there's yeah, just there's something
2: to be said a hypocrite and i understand where slice is going there's something hypocritical of him to criticize quote-unquote superhero movies when he is fucking in the genre of his own stuff he he's somebody right. who essentially created a genre of his own kind of is one of the, cor- the cornerstones of his own like semi-mafia crime genre of films right so yeah bean streets like so many it's 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 a bit it's a bit you know he's a bit on his high horse, or you or it's a bit you know what's the f- term for it sweet or you're you're, you're right
0: there, high horse is a good one, yeah, a good he's a bit one.
2: on his high horse to say that oh like the this certain genre of films is destroying cinema, right it's like well dude yeah, you've been stuck in the same genre of film your whole entire life, so the okay. Irishman
0: is destroying cinema Like you didn't even release it in theaters you asshole you just went straight to netflix and you're going to complain about like superhero movies like yeah oh, like
2: come to, on to, to to i mean you know my take when it comes to content whether it's content from social media all the way up to big screen studios like i just don't think anyone has a right to criticize anyone else's like grind In that sense, we all need to make money as like it or not. He may consider himself a filmmaker, but like it or not, in the broad scheme of things, he's a content creator, just like everyone else. We all need as content creators. We all need to hustle and make money one way or another. Therefore, there's no right that one person can should. No one has the right as a content creator to shame somebody else as a content creator for how they make money in this generation of content consumption. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's you're, you're, you know, doing some stuff from OnlyFans to all the way down to like, you know, making movies that are not even like that are directed Netflix to, you know, Oscar winning things. Like everyone needs to make money and to, to be upset about a, a whole genre of film that is making money and being successful and doing something that you're unable to do. just sounds like sour grapes dude yeah it Mm -hmm. just sounds like sour grapes that you're upset that people don't want to watch your movies anymore that like the generation has moved on that your your movie has no your the way that you conceptualize movies and cinema has no place anymore and you're upset about that how about you become a little bit more creative and get something that can like get people to watch you when people don't consume your content unfortunately you have no one else to blame but yourself I'm glad and i glad that's something that up. a lot of people and <laughs> nowadays don't understand. I think it's very quick for people who create content to go out there and pl- try to blame it on somebody else. Oh, so-and-so is has more views on their content or watching more or to be successful because they're all oh, just shaking their ass and they're a titty streamer or, or this person's doing that. And no, it's so easy to like, to, to blame your lack of success on what other people in the, in the medium and other people in the industry are doing by ruining, quote unquote, your conceptual, conception of what the way the art and the content should be, right? If you're unable yeah. to be successful, you have no one to blame but yourself. You, the first person you should blame is yourself. If your films yeah. are commercially unsuccessful and you're not able to survive with the growing times, that is your own fault,
0: yeah bro I, I mean that's my no, hot
1: take let's be honest scorsese was still pretty successful but still was dragging it. look
0: enemies. he's successful by the academy standards and nobody gives a fuck about no the gives academy a fuck. awards anymore right. <laughs> that you know shit what I mean? don't make like, money all of that is is each other just it's just a bunch of it's them a circle jerking jerk. each other off yeah it's a circle jerk. Yeah. and like oh this guy it, from my Circle own circle appears. They they don't give a shit about what the popular opinion is. They care about what each other's prestigious opinion is. I don't. I I remember, both of you can remember coming over to my house and watching all of these movies before the Oscars and like literally all of them. And we would, you know, get really into it. And then now, when do you guys even watch the Oscars or okay. the Globes okay. or Emmys or literally any okay. of these things? No, nobody fucking cares anymore. Like, you can't it's be, become irrelevant and, you can't and be upset they need another about medium to, to, to judge each right. other. You can't you know be upset I mean?
2: about the way the changing times. Like, I, unfortunately, when you do that, you sound like you're just unwilling, you're, you're stagnant. Right, do you know what He's I'm saying. He's an old man. He yeah. sounds
0: like an angry old yeah, white dude. Yeah, you just
2: sound like you're a, a, a like a malcontent, and that you're upset that people are like that. Times are changing. There's no other. Okay. You know, like. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Dan, do you have any more hot takes? Don't we don't have to talk about this one as much, but um, it's not you know it's not much, that much of a hot take. Um, I but, just an opinion. opinion. I just very dessert with soup,
2: right? This is the dessert with soup. <laughs> put a scoop of ice cream Jeez, in my you chicken eat, noodle, please. You, you eat your dessert and your soup at the end of the meal. Wait, you okay. eat your soup. Blend it together. Then you eat your put a straw in it. your dessert at the same
1: time. So we eat what we want to eat at restaurants, and any order you choose. How you like them apples? Um, I, <laughs> my ears did not like those apples. Yeah, you. Bah. Um, okay. I mean, it's not really a hot take. I just, I very strongly feel that that more so with movies than with shows, but still with shows that, uh, a story is only as good as its ending. Uh, There are countless movies and shows that are very highly regarded that have weak endings, and I shows I shows get a pass. I you know especially if it's not a unless they're Game of Thrones. I think
0: I think shows are the (laughs) shows get a pass unless they're Game of Thrones. Shows do not get a pass. Period.
1: Okay, I think shows that are episodic and not necessarily a a consistently long story get a pass. That's that's sitcoms. Sitcoms get a pass. Sitcoms especially. Sitcoms get a pass. uh, But but ones that like but even like like I think about. One of my all-time favorite endings to a story, and that was the Good Place. Uh, I th- I think the Good Place has fucking cried.
2: I, dude, cried. I think
1: I I might go as far to say the Good Place has my favorite ending in a television show of all time. Uh, and I say that recognizing that the whole the show as a whole wasn't that amazing, but it uh, but it ended amazing. The show was good. I don't. But as in terms of like finding that perfect ending that is as close as a story has come for me personally. Uh, And I mean, you, 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 yeah, I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones some more. Uh, Fucking sorry. We know your
0: opinions. Um, (laughs) Go to a different topic, different, different example.
1: No, I mean, that's a prime example. Like that, how think of all we had invested in so much. And honestly, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like I speak for a large portion of the audience and that season seven didn't blow me away like previous seasons had, but it still was good. That's all I would have been. F- I mean, sh- sure. I Look, I'm not gonna be honest. I'm yes. If it was, the last season was still just as good as seven, I'd find things to complain about. But that's all we wanted. We all do. We, we just wanted, we just wanted, we just wanted some things to happen and they couldn't even get us the basic versions of those. Like, we couldn't we couldn't have Jon Snow killing the Night King. We couldn't find out who the Night King was at all, period. There's just... I'm not going to get into it. But there are... we were left unsatisfied. And when you are left unsatisfied as an audience, more so with movies, especially, uh, I feel... I, I feel empty leaving a the movie theater. That is the lasting impression you have, leaving a movie. The Coen brothers... Are the prime example. They are so. Their movies are so good, and their endings are so shit. Every I time,
0: one hundred percent disagree with you. Tell me which movie was a good ending. Fargo, Big Lebowski.
1: Big Lebowski good.
0: Uh, uh, the the early one that they wrote. I mean, I mean, what's it called? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I thought was was a, there was nothing wrong with that ending. There's nothing wrong with any of their endings.
1: What about uh, what about No Country for Old Men?
0: I think that was perfect.
1: The ending?
0: Yeah. Just no. they we'll just agree. stopped.
1: Exactly. That's no, not but, like, an that's, ending.
0: But that's the thing is like it, it you know, that's that's the beauty of that story is it's it was just sort of this is the tale and like you're left with that.
1: It's filling like like the blank the and figuring the rest out. That's not how stories should go. You need to have an, a, a, not a that's another thing. Not an ending is not an ending. <laughs> it's like not ending the story and ending the story does not mean that's the end of the story. So how and did get, you feel uh, about
0: the Sopranos? Uh, one of I, the most
1: iconic endings in the history of television. I, mean, I would say in the moment, I definitely was upset. Uh, in hindsight, I respect it. I still don't like it. Um, it, it's, it's, it, it, all right. Well, I'll get off Coen Brothers, but I, but I, I just endings are very important to me, and maybe I could concede the fact that maybe I, I'm, a, I like, I like, I like closure. I don't like, I don't the whole left you wanting more thing. I don't. It's it feels. Surprised cheap you to liked get.
0: Inception as much as you did then. I, I, I didn't like Inception
1: that much. You said you did like it. I like the new, I don't like the Excuse ending me of Inception, at all. I think that was That's fair. I um, mean i I like the,
0: I love those kinds of endings.
1: I, don't, I think I, I guess I guess maybe it's more of a closure thing for me, and not necessarily like how it is from a, a cinematic storytelling standpoint. And I recognize that, but even so, uh, I respected Inception's ending. Um, I mean, it was. It, I like
0: those types of endings. That one was kind of annoying. I'm not I'll, um, I'm right there with I, you.
1: You know, I I there's just I, I like leaving the movie theater... I just I guess I'm thinking of like horror movies where we never find out what happened or why and it's just the same it's it, there's just I guess I guess maybe that's more of a closure thing. I just like leaving the the story feeling some closure, feeling like the story reached its end did, instead of stopping you... right before or Or if otherwise it just feels cheap, like they couldn't think of a good idea. And so did you enjoy
0: the ending to How I Met Your Mother? (laughs) That was a terrible Um, ending.
1: I again. So, no, I didn't at the time, but I don't think it's a terrible ending. First of all, Uh, it's
0: it's such a cop out. It's, I... like, one of the biggest cop-outs I've seen in television other than Game of Thrones. Do you do that, Game or do, you do
1: the same fucking thing we've seen over and over again and just have everybody, like, walks away happy? What, what didn't you like about it?
0: it? It, like, first of all, it ended... It went on for, like, at least one or two seasons too long. Because it was like, here's how I met your mother, and I'm going to keep talking. It's like, bro, you already told me how you met your mother, and then it was like, you know, Robin. It just... It was just, like, this is you well, about this the is... ending.
1: What was bad about the ending to you?
0: It was cheesy. It's like, oh, and then now he gets back together with Robin.
1: And I'm like, that was the whole point of this,
0: this show I was just to tell that, me that he was... loves Robin. There is was... no shit.
1: There was a beautiful sadness to that ending of that show because Disagree. you realize... because dude, have you ever... have you rewatched it? The moments where he has times where he's talking about the woman he loves he's not just talking about the woman he loves. He's talking about the woman he's in love with and the woman that is dying. And there's a beautiful sadness to that throughout the show that you don't really pick up on the first watch through. And there are many scenes where he's like, I wish I could walk into this door and meet you early, but I can't because this isn't how the story goes. I appreciate it, the unique factor in that. I think it's that's hard
0: to, it's hard to tip. like get behind him because he's a Ted's Something a terrible wrong. person. <laughs>
1: One hundred percent agreed. Yeah. So I'm like, why do agreed. I care
0: about this guy and how he feels about this?
1: Because we can all identify him with, with him at some point. There's someone yeah. we've lost that we wish we could have said our sure. goodbyes to or or had more time with. And I think they missed the mark on Ted, unfortunately. But uh, and I do feel like the whole Robin, Barney, him dynamic was not my favorite. But it wasn't it wasn't your typical ending, and it was a good show that deserved a unique ending and yeah. i was okay with that i
2: think shows i think shows it's very difficult to end a show well very few shows do the usually the reason why shows end, like you have to think about why shows end right usually is it a decision from above or is it a decision from the makers of the show like who's the one to make that call you know and i think a big yeah. a big big reason why show endings are hard to get right is because of who makes that call right like is yeah. it the showrunner like the people who create the show making that mm-hmm. call and they've made it as a decision as a cast and crew and like there's a lot of input and it just feels right and they want it, they've always had this in their mind that this is where it's going to end or is it because somebody from higher up who's not involved into the show directly and making the show directly makes that call and says, we're only giving you one more season and you have mm-hmm. to figure out how to end it. Yeah. You know, I think that makes such a big difference, right? Yeah. You know, true. you can, it's a palpable, noticeable difference when it's like the people who made the show and who are making the show on a regular basis have decided to end the show where it is compared to like the decision, like we as a studio and as like, as the, as the channel or the, you know, have come to this agreement to end the show here there's a big difference right because sometimes it feels rushed sometimes it feels forced wherever it is so i think it, it, it there's a there's an issue with that on the flip side of that also which is very interesting is when shows become too successful and the people above want you to keep going when the people who make the show regularly do not have the same heart or feel in it anymore And then the show gets canceled because it doesn't feel the same anymore or it loses some kind of whatever made it special in the first place because it's dragged on too long. Case in point, a show called Lost.
1: Hmm. That's a good example. So
2: I I think maybe with that preface, I think I'm a little bit more relaxed on how shows end because... I. Of that I, situation yes. sometimes.
1: Do you understand what I'm saying? You're right. no, I completely agree. Uh, yeah. on Re- on the bar is so very that, low that is
2: for you thing. to do w- just okay at ending a season. But or st- series but
1: still movies have more control over that shit. movies and of course bad, and, and, yeah. and bad endings for movies
2: have well no, but then, okay but then my second thing about the movies and my my cop-out for that not cop-out but my excuse is that like nowadays because of the prevalency of franchising and sequels and stuff like that sometimes a call to not end a franchise and give you a complete ending and to leave it open sure. or somewhat open-ended sure. ending is called but, from above as well you, you can do both you can like,
0: tell a story and end it and still have a tie-in for a possible sequel.
2: You can still do of that. Course. That is possible. Of course. They've the done Matrix it is a great a example of that. <laughs> the Matrix could have just the ended it one. right then and there. But because mm-hmm. it was such a good film, years later, they were like, Maybe we can try to make a you know, a trilogy out of it. Yeah. So I, I mean but there's a lot of you're right, there's a lot of movies Condemned. who can definitely leave it open ended like that. But I th- it's it's movies I think it's definitely easier to do. I I agree with Dan that they have yeah. more control over that and they, they should do it. I held that at a higher bar than like a series, because man, the series sometimes it's not your call. And you you're, yeah. you're there... forced to end it in a way that it's like putting your dog down. Like you're 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 forced to like you love this that's thing, rough. you put your your poor your like I mean that's what it is. Like you pour your life and every day into it for X amount of years and it's your baby and they're telling you the show doesn't have, you know, that much longer to live and you need to come to terms with it and end it, you know, and it's obviously not going to feel the right way as opposed to if that, you know, it ended on your, like your, the terms that it was supposed to, the way that you've always imagined it. I mean, I don't know how, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah i mean i think i'm trying to think of shows that got a chance to end it on their terms and some of them are the best shows out there and then the ones that didn't get to end it on their own terms whether it's because it wasn't their choice to end it too early or whether it's because they were forced to go on longer than they probably really would have wanted to like it's a huge difference man i you like quality of shows especially the the ones that are forced to go a two three seasons longer than they were supposed to you could just tell like game of thrones yep. unfortunately is that one of those shows as well you know there were i think they were think guilty game of, of their own success
0: i think they i think the plan was for right around that time i think the the creator they gave up i think that's what it was i think it's different i think it's like the opposite whereas like everyone was still very much in it except for the head creative people were very much not in it so it was a little different yeah i think uh Oh man, I just had another example. I, obviously, Good Place was like the perfect, like, well, it was just like here's a beginning, a middle, and an end. We're going to tell you the story. Nice, neat little package. And like yeah. that's, you know, very it, few it, shows as, to have as... that
2: opportunity to to end it on their own sure. terms. I'm trying to think of more shows that are like that that really I mean, got a I, chance. I,
1: but I think I think you're you're right, George. That like the show aspect should be kind of removed from my sentiment here because there's too many factors that go into the decision making process. Yeah. That really can accumulate in what would be a very good ending. Uh, yeah. there, there's, there's just too, looking, like, there's too
0: many. Go ahead. Look at like The Office. That that's a prime example of the shows that were forced to go on. Like yeah. the um, main um, actor was uh, was done and moved yeah. on, and they're like, no, we're gonna keep going. Granted, when they did finally end it two seasons later, that very last episode was actually kind of good because it was like you know like, it was a wedding. Uh, yeah. and it was uh, this, it came it's, back, and it was like you're like. And
1: oh, that's the thing. does like, whole one episode like like count for like the whole season of no. like mediocrity? Like, no. yeah, so no. many factors. No. But um, you know, I, I came I think of like Return of the King as just like one of the all time greatest endings for me because they and I. I know I'm alone in that, but I will die on that hill. Which, like, it's, which it's one? Which ending? Yeah, yeah the, those that they were, they were ending this everyone's story. Like, yeah, I know. You can't say that like. It was different movies. Like they was all oh, it was all one movie. You guys should so watch like... Veep. I'm curious what you guys would think of that Andy. Probably. I I, I like her, yeah. and I've from what I've seen, that's good. Can you think um, of
0: of like a movie that you really liked the ending?
1: Um, me. Anyone is that I uh, really like the ending. I mean, one that was would normally have, I probably would not have liked a long time ago. Like, Ex Machina had like a, like an interesting yeah. ending.
0: I don't know you know, and I, we've brought this up before. If you want to talk about how strong endings are, because this movie, for you and me, Dan, stands out in our, in our brains.
1: You're, I know and, what you're going to say. Is not, it say, is not a great movie. What, can I say what it is?
0: But it has one of, like, the most shock endings. I mean, not most, but, like, for what the movie is and then the way they ended it. The ending was the best fucking part of this movie. Go it? ahead. What do you say? It's the mist, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Whereas, like, the, the meat and potatoes of this movie is mediocre. It makes me a little angry, especially for that, like, <laughs> borderline cult, you know, religious woman. And then, like, you've got to, yeah, I guess the performances are fine. You know, they're not great. But then you just suddenly have, like... What? Like, it was just, oh my god, the ending was insane. If you haven't seen it, it maybe go watch it just for the ending. But, um, all right, we we've gone off on tangents and everything here now. Um,
1: That's we're good. wrapping
0: up. We've had, uh, I, I really enjoyed this one because we really got to like pick each other's brains. and And now you guys watching you, you, you folks ladies and gentlemen can kind of see where our brains are and, and why we have our opinions of where we are on our normal shows. So, you know, when we talk about She-Hulk, when we talk about House of the Dragon, when we talk about whatever next Marvel movie it is, why we have these, where we line up in our columns, this is kind of like a a little
2: bit into our
1: psyche, you know, we more or less kind of like, at least at the very least understood, if not pretty much agreed on all of our hot takes with each other. Yeah. it, it, It,
0: We can put up, they're all arguable hot takes, so that's good. Um, Thank you guys for doing this. I know this was a weird one, and we had very little structure in this, so I really enjoyed it. Um, Thank you, everyone, for watching. uh, You know, uh, As always, if if you're not, obviously, if you're watching us right now live, you've already followed GJC327. If not, definitely check out his channel. He's got a lot of great content. His YouTube's got very informative stuff, too. Um, And uh, I think it's, was it this way? No, this way, I can't tell, this way. Uh, and then, um, it, it, please, like and follow the, the podcast on uh, the Modern Nerd YouTube, and then I am Slice 13 on, on Twitch, I'm putting out some more stuff there. I'm playing Subnautica and, and Fortnite, so hang out with me if you got some time. Hang out with George if you got some time. Uh, follow Dan, I guess, if you want. You can. We'll do he a shout you, you know, out. You, you'll find him in George's channel more than you'll find him anywhere else. So go hang out there, chat with them. I would be there, but we're massive six-hour time zone. Uh, as always, we've been the Modern Nerd, and thank you for watching.